Welcome back to She Wears the Pants, episode three. I'm here with the one and only Allie Tobler. Um, not physically, sadly, fuck COVID, um, but spiritually, I am with you. Yes, spiritually, and I look forward to this so much. Like, today I, I too. realized, I was like, I don't really like how today's going, but I'm excited to talk to Kat tonight. Oh, <laughs> wait, I love talking to you too. <laughs> I was just thinking today how lucky I am to have you and Callie, like, when we were talking about you know, come up to visit you when you get moved in and settled and driving up. You know, we just have so much fun in the car together, just driving up. And oh my God. Yeah. You guys are such good road trip buddies. We okay. are. If I had to pick someone to go on a road trip, it'd be Callie. Cause she's a good passenger. She always cues up good songs. Um, it's usually one direction or high school musical. Um, like she finds like OG old songs that you just would not think of. Yeah. That's amazing. And it's really great. Um, she has good snacks. She wants to stop when I want to stop. So, like, oh, that's to perfect. Pee and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. Crucial. This podcast um, is actually just about Callie. <laughs> yeah, it's just a Callie fan club, really. Well, I guess when I have my surgery, everyone gets to meet her. Yes. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, it's not a surprise. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be good. Um, we're already making plans for it. <laughs> <laughs> Your little finger is like diabolical. I wish people could see me. I know. Fine. We 36. have one listener from Canada and one from Norway. And part of me wants to think that it's my Norwegian Swedish prince Hans that I met when I was in Boston. Oh, and fell yeah. Badly in love. I want to say it's him. I God, I only hope. If you're listening, Hans, come to America. I think you're wonderful. I am taken at the moment, but you know, I can I can save a little time for you. <laughs> Save a little time. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if I told you, but I am actually officially. Wait, what? You are? Yeah. Wait, yeah. what? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You're officially. Like, Offi- yeah. Like dating. He's not just. Yeah. <gasps> Cat. Oh my god. Wait, tell me how did this happen? Congrats, by the way. Thank you. Um, I kind of just said the word dating a lot, and how did you say it accept- a lot? <laughs> I said, like, I forget how, like, I don't know, we were on a date, and I was like, yeah, I don't usually do this with, like, people who I have dated, and he, like, gave me a weird look, and I was like, you know, like, we're dating, and he was like, yeah, and I was like, because we're going on dates, he said, yeah, he said, you're stating the obvious, and I was like, well, you know, you'd be surprised how thick people can be, and then we were talking about, like, um, how, like, girls like to borrow their boyfriend's sweatshirts, and, like, he is really into EDM, so he has, like, jerseys, like, of, like, music artists. That's, like, a big thing to have, like, a jersey of your, like, favorite artist at, like, a festival or something. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to borrow a shirt to sleep over, and he gave me his jersey, and I was like, haha, I'm gonna steal this from you, and he was like, no, I will give you a sweatshirt, but you cannot have my jersey. I was like, no, I wouldn't actually take that from you. But I just, and I was like, oh yeah, like I, he, I, I, how did I phrase it? I forget how I phrased it, but I was like, yeah, I would never take my boyfriend's like, like favorite piece of clothing or whatever. And then like, oh my God, Kat, you really put that out there. That's you so know, great. maybe I'm just a little too bold. You're too manifesting. bold and brash. I think you're just manifesting. I am. But he didn't say anything like negative. So 
I think that's just where we are. And also I met some of his work friends, which was nice. And they apparently he talks about me a lot, so that made me okay. feel okay. Yeah. Oh, um, and you guys went to that like wine or whiskey oh, distillery. Oh yeah, yeah, that was on Thursday. Yeah, we went to Sagamore in Baltimore, which is um it's like a whiskey brand, um Sagamore and uh if the whole distillery is beautiful. Like it's kind like we were talking and I was like this is the kind of place I'd want to have like my reception or like rehearsal dinner for my wedding. And he was like, "Right?" And I was like, "Exactly. It's like kind of like vibe. Like it just it's oaky and tall and no there's like lots of wood and like it just smells like whiskey and the drinks were perfect like i've never had a more perfect cocktail than these drinks like you have like a whiskey drink yeah and like before you make that face like these i mean i love whiskey so it's hard for me to like be like oh like if you don't like whiskey but these drinks like you i think you would have liked it like it was not gross like every cocktail we got was perfect and so, because he paid for these very nice, expensive cocktails, I was like, let's go to the gift shop. And he was like, don't let me buy a lot of stuff. I was like, no, 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 you get to pick out two things. Go go have fun. You, wait, so, you yeah. said that to him? <laughs> That's yeah, so I was like, funny. pick out two things that you want. I was like, you just, you've been treating me so nice. And also, it was his birthday recently. And I, oh, I made yeah, him a yeah, can, yeah. like, I painted him a canvas. Um, I was a little under the influence of wine when I was painting it. So, like, looking at it, it's not perfect. <laughs> but he thinks it's really cool. So, that makes me happy. Um, so I was like, yeah, like, you know, we didn't really, this was kind of like his birthday thing. Like we didn't really do anything for his birthday. So I was like, yeah, go pick out what you want. So (laughs) yeah, if you're Baltimore based, go check out Sagamore. It's a great date spot. And if, and if you don't like whiskey, they had so many other cocktail drinks. Like I got one that was, um, I think it was vodka and then something else in it but they had lots of cool cocktails lots of wine you could go there for dinner too but i'm just really name dropping sagamore right now they're not gonna, yeah they're not sponsoring no we, we don't have any sponsors we're too lame for that let's so at them. whatever we yeah at sagamore <laughs> whatever we say is just our actual opinion right now exactly um we are um unfiltered and unsponsored yeah so what's new with you good or wait what <laughs> Cutting you off from the wine. I see the wine in your hand. Yes. I love that. Yeah, it's red. Uh, what kind of wine is this? I forget. But, yeah, it's red wine. Um, <laughs> I well, I'm glad just, that you're good. I'm glad that you're good. I, yeah, I'm better than I was earlier today. It wasn't, good. like, an awful day. I was just, like, stressed out. as pretty yeah. cool. I'll update everyone. Um, you know how I said that I was going to be on a dating app hiatus i um failed at that (laughs) because and that just shows you how like addicted i or yeah addicted i am to dating apps because like i would say i have like pretty strong willpower when it comes to certain things but i feel like i was just like i'm gonna go back on and my reasoning was that if i found people in the new york city area it'd be good because then I could talk to them and then, like, once I actually get there, like, we'll be ready to meet up. <laughs> like, I don't know. What's wrong? You gotta prep them first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I see your so logic. Stupid, I think it's honestly. not, I don't think it's flawed. I think it's, it's, uh, Yeah. And it's I'm smart. like, I don't know. I'm just like, 
it's kind of like fun just talking to random people sometimes and like I don't know so I definitely did not um stick with that but whatever (laughs) sorry we'll forgive you for this one yeah everyone please forgive me but that's just an example of how addicting they are like if I who you know I have pretty strong willpower when it comes to certain things if I can even resist a lot of people probably can't resist either so but yeah so I'm back on um I found this new dating app called Iris that's like it is social it's a dating app based on your preferences but AI learns your type by like a quiz that you take and the ad for this app was a really attractive guy like my type with a pug in his backpack in the back it was like a picture of them too I was like are you freaking kidding me like this computer already knows my type (laughs) so I was like I have to download it like (laughs) so yeah um eh, it's not like that great right now but I'm mostly on hinge but I was journaling today and I haven't been journaling as much but I started to kind of talk about like in my journaling like how to recognize like when you're being toxic because I think it's so easy to call other people toxic, but I think to look inward and be like, I'm the issue, I think takes some guts. Um, and it's not easy, but I definitely have not been the most amazing person in the last, like, few months. Like, I've made, I've said some things that were shitty, I did some things that were shitty. And I think I want to talk about, like, how to recognize when you're being toxic and what to do about it. Because you can, like, I think you can, there's reasons you can become toxic. I think you can become toxic if you're around toxic people who are themselves toxic, whether situational or just their nature. Um, if you are under a lot of stress, I think the worst comes out when you have a lot of negative energy just, like, pumped into your life. Yes. Um, and I think also the third is just, you're a toxic person, <laughs> which yeah. I hope that's not most people, but... Um, I do know a few, but I would say mine was definitely, like, a combination of the first two. Like, being around people who, like, weren't the best, and, like, since cutting those people out, like, my life has definitely improved. Um, but I also think part of it was, like, my, I was not handling, like, my life stress well, and was, like, taking it out on friends, and, like, it got to the point where I had an argument with a friend, not even an argument, but, like, I said some some things I shouldn't have said and, like, were incorrect to, like, one of my best friends with, like, over, to like, I would say at least we've been friends for almost 20 years. Like, I've known mm-hmm. her since I was in first grade. Mm-hmm. And she was like, this is not you. And, like, I was like, shit, I need to reevaluate. Because, like, that's what, something my dad told me was, like, really good advice was you, if, like, Joe Schmo off the street or, like, some person that, like, you don't really respect, like, says something to you, like, it shouldn't hold a lot of, like, like, gravity, but when someone who is your, like, closest friend and confidant says, like, hey, you're not being a good person, like, probably should listen to them because they know you really well. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like that day we were in the park in Philly and a person who will remain nameless and sometimes who I wonder listens to this podcast, but... <laughs> The one we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder, too. Um, you know, this person said some 
pretty crappy things to me and we are we're, we're not even friends and i was like why am i getting upset over this because you literally are one the worst but also like you aren't my friend you don't have my best interest at heart exactly you're just being a mean person right now and a bully whereas like when my closest friends were like hey you're being not nice right now i was like oh i need to listen to them because i respect them they know me they've known me for years like something is up so i think recognizing it is the first is the first step to like getting better and then i think from there like one thing that i have stuck with is that line from mean girls where she talks about sucking the venom out of your life Mm, that line what is it exactly do you remember so she like katie heron you know has like she was you know getting all plastic or whatever and then regina george gets hit by the bus and she like everyone's talking about her and she's kind of like back to square one like everyone hates her she's like all i can do is try to suck the venom out of my life and like make amends like do good like do the right thing right oh yeah i remember that now yeah so she like brings regina flowers like tries to make amends there she like joins the mathletes like focuses on school like you know tries to actively like be a better friend in person and that's kind of what I've been trying to do basically so it's not always easy but I think one thing that I've been trying to do is like actually take more time for myself because the more time I take for myself the happier that I am and then I'm less stressed I also Mm -hmm. just need to like I think learning how to like project your emotions in a healthy way is and not onto other people is just how you need to grow up like and I just I like for me it's journaling and I just haven't been journaling as much and it's been coming out other places so like that's one tip I have is like find something that like can get your like emotions out like whether it's working out you know journaling walking whatever it is like just find what gets your energy out and like makes you feel like a reset button almost yes so you don't take it out on others like you said I feel like when it comes from someone that you're really close to or were close to and you know that they mean a lot to you and they have your best interests at heart I feel like that's when it's good to be introspective and like reevaluate but like you said with this other person (laughs) (laughs) who doesn't know you it's like yeah I would take that with a grain of salt you know Exactly. And I think that's the hardest lesson I've learned and like something my dad especially has tried to get me to learn is like knowing who your real friends are and like listening to their opinions of you. Yeah. Cuz like he goes to work and like he has work friends and stuff, but like he was like if some random like you know doctor that he's not even close with was like I think you're not a good doctor he'd be like okay I don't really respect your opinion like exactly do you have any evidence like no but like if his close colleague work friend who like he's been best friends with forever was like hey I don't think you're a good doctor he'd be like oh I need to reevaluate you know what I mean like, right because you don't know that other person's motives for saying that you don't know if they're just saying it mm-hmm. without knowing you or like without knowing your story or maybe they're that's jealous. one thing that's a great word motive the motive behind the like someone saying something yeah yeah like you know, what like, are they i know like a friend that would tell you something like that like a close friend you know that 
they probably have your best interest. Yeah, and I and it's interesting you use that word because I remember, you know, after I got out of the hospital, I was supposed to go on a beach vacation with people who I am no longer friends with, and one of these people, one of the girls, was like, "I don't think you should go," and for complicated reasons, I thought that she was saying it because of a different motive. But okay. so, you know, it's that word motive, I think, is just rings true. And I think that's what we have to remember is, you know, when someone is telling you that you're not being a good person, what's their motive behind it? Are they a true friend and being honest with you and like you need to snap out of it? Or are they an insignificant fly on the wall who you live rent free in their head and they're just being annoying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which we all have those people, but... um yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about that today because I was trying to figure out, like, how I can be a better friend and, like, I need to actively be a better friend and, like, especially to this one friend who I really hurt, like, you know, I just lashed out and just took out emotions on her that didn't need to be taken out on. And that's, like, a common theme with myself, I've realized. Like, I did it with my ex-boyfriend, too, and, like, I just don't process things and I just try to bottle them up sometimes and then I just take them out on the wrong person and then it's just mean. What do you do to like project that? Like what specifically? Like I'm just mean. Like I just accuse them of things that like might have bothered me but I blow out of proportion. Like like this friend like I felt like she like, when I would try to talk to her about how I was feeling, she would just kind of, like, deflect a little bit and be like, well, have you talked to your therapist? And I know it's her setting a boundary, you know? And I was mm. like, yes, I'm going to talk to my therapist, but I'm talking to you as my friend. Like, yeah, you know, I kind of felt a little, like, deflected. And I just, instead of just, like, talking to this friend and being like, hey, when you do this, it makes me feel like this. And I know it's not intentional. And I want you to have boundaries but this is what it makes me feel like. And instead of that, I just completely lash out and just let other things that have been bothering me, like amplify this one small thing that didn't need to be done. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's a common theme with other people. I don't know. Like everyone no, feels I, differently. I definitely am the same way. Um, I think like, then you start to like kind of, jump to conclusions in a way when Mm -hmm. you think you think people are thinking something and it makes you mad because of this like made-up thing that you think that they're thinking yeah and then you lash out instead of like because it's hard to confront not confront but it's hard to like talk about it and be like when you do this it makes me feel like that and yeah it's easier kind of to just assume what they mean rather than talking about it like you said yeah but I'm the same way for sure yeah I I, I'm glad I'm not alone because I definitely feel kind of psychotic when I do it and I look back and I'm like yeah that wasn't good (laughs) (laughs) like that was bad of me but I think the best thing I can say is recognize you're the toxic friend and ways to fix being the toxic friend go to therapy um (laughs) yes I go think to therapy. Everyone, everyone should, should go to therapy. Go to th- like, there's no, there's no um, stigma to it. There's no judgment. No. Like, everyone just needs, even if you don't have an issue, like, I think 
it's so great to have someone just to be like a sounding board to like just talk mm-hmm. about yourself because after an hour 45 minutes you're just like okay I'm done talking about myself and my problems like you get it all out and exactly it's just like this and then person you can just move on yeah you exactly on. exactly and I need to be well I actually stopped going to therapy since I think the middle of the summer because my person was in Maryland and like now that I'm in Pennsylvania like she doesn't have a license for that so um, well, you couldn't do just like FaceTime? That's what I do with my therapist. Well, we did do FaceTime when I was in New Jersey, but because she only had a license to be in New Jersey and Maryland, but not Pennsylvania. Oh. So I'm just waiting till I move to get someone else because like why start it now? And yeah, so I, I haven't been going and I can feel myself like I can feel myself like taking my problems to my friends when I'm like I normally would take it to like therapist and like I think it helps so much just to feel like you get it all out of your system so shameless plug for therapists (laughs) no definitely and I can tell like like this like this past month I've missed a couple appointments because I was sick or honestly I overslept one time like I took a nap after work and just missed my therapy appointment um which was really (laughs) bad um but that's how tired I was after working three days and um that my therapist like this week I was supposed to have it tomorrow and she's sick now so I can I think like I can definitely tell that I'm not the same when I haven't had it and I think yes you know like not the reason I lashed out like the reason was me but the reason but I'm saying like it's contributing factor like I probably wouldn't have done that if I had some therapy yeah I think that's a really good um thing to notice by yourself like being self-aware that you're like acting different or thinking differently like because of that and i think recognizing it doing a little self-awareness exam and then to fix it i would say try to accept more positive energy into your life whether that's like through activities that you like to do or taking more time for yourself and rejecting those things that bring negative energy whether it's people or activities and if it's like something like work where you're like I hate my job like look you know for different opportunities I think one thing that actually I saw in my journaling I use this app called a pattern my friend Krista showed it to me and it's kind of like co-star but I like oh I have that I think yeah I like the prompts that they give you like kind of they give you journaling prompts every day which I really like Mm -hmm. oh yeah I shouldn't have dated it. <laughs> no, it's really good. I really like their journaling prompts. Um, and the t- one for today was um, how often do you, like, press, like, like push the boundaries a little bit? And so, like, what I was thinking was, like, oh, it's kind of hard to press the boundaries now because of COVID. Like, it's not like you could, you know, I mean, I guess you could go skydiving or, like, <laughs> travel the world, but it's not the best idea with COVID. Yeah. Um, but you could like do little things like whether it's like pick up a new thing at work, like tomorrow I'm doing something that I haven't done before for the first time. My boss is going to be there to help me, but you know, the pressure's on. It's like you're in the operating room and you have to run this machine, this like imaging machine. So it's going to be intense. Um, yeah, but it's exciting though. Add some diversity to your days. Yeah. Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if you feel like your job or like something more permanent is the negative energy, like 
don't be afraid to like push the boundaries and like take a leap of faith and like look for different opportunities out there that's a good good point for sure yeah um another app that you might like that i just thought of um is i haven't used it in a while but i did for a lot of the beginning of quarantine because um my moods were just like literally all over the place um right. it's called youper like u p e r or it's spelled y o u p e r and you can set like two notifications like i set it for like 2 and 10 p.m. and um it just asks you like how you're feeling and then it asks you why and you like pick from like a list that you created or like it gives you a bunch of things but you can add to it and then it shows you like your chart over time and over the week so then it starts to create based on what you've inputted over a bunch of days like what makes you feel angry or frustrated like what makes you depressed or what makes you sad or all that so it's which like recognizing like, yeah like which is kind of like it seems like a little like obvious like oh I know why I'm angry but like it honestly does kind of help and I saw patterns and how I would feel like frustrated and then I would be sad like it would be like consistently like a pattern of my emotions like frustration and sadness so like you can kind of recognize that and maybe like fix the pattern so you're not like in like that kind of a cycle if that makes sense hmm, but I thought it was I cool like that. yeah I stopped using it but maybe I I think literally the beginning of quarantine for me at least was like awful oh yeah so and I'm, I'm sure it was for everyone depressed. I was literally I was I cried like every day yeah Which, you know that I think there was just a lot going on and a lot of change and but the time is over at least the time is over and Things are a lot better now, emotionally. Yeah, things are looking up. It's what fine. Kat and I are going to do, and Callie, once this whole COVID thing is over, is we're going to go to Italy. And, yes. And Kat and I will be in New York City. So that's 2021. And it's going to be better. Exactly. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about, lovely? So my topic was... Um, kind of a discussion question for us um so to preface Mm -hmm. um a couple weeks ago um i think it was around like the presidential debates so this is political right around the presidential debates um i noticed a lot of um a lot (laughs) that's a weird word to say I was going to say a lot of my ex-boyfriends, but there's only, like, two that I'm referring to. <laughs> <laughs> some of my exes and some people I know, just in general, I see are posting, like, a lot of, like, pro-Trump and, like, um, anti-Democrat yeah. things um, and all that. Um, especially during the debates when, like, obviously there was a lot of drama with that and, like, Oh, my God. People were, you know, Biden was saying this and Trump was saying that and all that. So I saw a bunch of posts regarding that. um, And obviously after the debate, I was like, I'm like pretty liberal, I'd say. And I was like, I genuinely like, I don't think like I could be friends with someone that 
supports Trump because he supports racism and um, he didn't denounce white supremacy. Yeah, exactly. Like he's got some sexual assault charges. You know. Yeah, he doesn't release his taxes. Like everything about him is just so like morally is just like. I can't see past the morals and some people can like someone I used to date that I knew well and I'm not like bashing this person at all but I'm mentioning it because I was like this person I used to date like maybe we had similar values when we were together maybe we didn't but now obviously we don't have the same values and like I was like, could you, like, I don't, I wouldn't want to be friends or dating someone that has different political views than me or that likes Trump. Some other people are like, no, but they're still the same person you've always known. Like, it shouldn't, your relationship shouldn't end because you guys have different political views. And I was like, I don't really know, though, because politics is so much about morality also and values so I was like in that moment I was like I don't think I could be in a relationship or like I don't know if I want to be friends with that's friends with someone that's a big Trump supporter but then I kind of I watched the social dilemma and it kind of gave me a different perspective about like what we see on online in regards to politics and I was like, maybe we're all just getting different polarized views of politics in our feeds that like we just can't see the other side of things and like that's a good point. Yeah, and maybe like I'm just being super stubborn in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, Trump is an awful person. I'm gonna put that out there, but (laughs) yeah, I don't know. Like, would you be friends with or date someone that like liked Trump? And I'm sure, like, we both are, and we just don't know it. The short answer is no. Um, The longer answer is no, because you are supporting someone who has clearly, like, I want to choose my words carefully, clearly not denounced things like white supremacy. (laughs) Yeah. A simple statement um and you know i have friends who are black how can i look at them and say i'm supporting this candidate who doesn't support you same with like being a woman he has so many sexual allegations against him and as someone who was a survivor of multiple sexual assault attempts um and I can't support him. And, like, if someone supports him, I'm like, you don't support me then. Right. And that's, and that's kind of, like, what I'm thinking. Like, is it... I think it comes down to money. I think people who's, who are like, well, I'm socially liberal but fiscally conservative. To me, that's just saying I care more about my money and not enough about the rest of the country socially. And... <laughs> That is so true. So I think that's kind of, and if someone supported Trump, to me, that would say you're either ignorant and you don't care enough about social issues, which is a big thing for me. You know, I, especially in healthcare, I, you know, I 
I actually just watched an episode of my TV show where one of the characters was sick in the hospital and he's a black man and the nurse is killing all the black patients in the hospital and it made me like feel physically ill wait what do you mean killing like like not giving them correct care like oh doping them out on pain meds um you know smothering them with pillows if they fought back like just it was the creepiest thing i've ever seen on tv like one of the creepiest things because that could actually happen what show is that it's called evil it's on netflix i highly recommend it I've been meaning to watch that. It's really good. Um, I think it's a really cool concept, and I think it's pretty well done. Um, there's lots of moving parts, but it's a really good show. Um, it's very binge-worthy. I just binged, like, all 13 episodes in a couple days. Oh. That sounds but really that's, good. Maybe I'll But that's, that. yeah, but that, like, and that really, like, it just being, like, wanting to go into healthcare, like, you want to take care of anyone, regardless of what they believe in. or Right. So it doesn't matter what the belief is, but to me... Basically, what this tangent was what I'm trying to say is that you don't care about making sure that socially we are just in what we do, you know, and that's and I that's like one thing I actually asked my this is what it sounds weird saying but boyfriend um, was because he like showed up on our first date wearing like vineyard vines and he had like the Ravens logo with like an American flag mask. And I was like, God damn it. This guy supports Trump. I got to get out of this date. Oh no, no, no. It's weird that American flags make us think of Republicans. I think that too. It's like in a negative way. And I'm like, that's literally our flag. Like, why do I feel that way? (laughs) This is actually, here's a good counter topic. So he doesn't support Trump which I like. He hates him. Um, and this man respects women like no other. Like, respects me even more than my last boyfriend, which I didn't think was possible. Um, but when I went to his house the first time, I don't know if I told you this. I might have told you Oh, you, you did. Actually. You did. But oh, the, this is the a good listeners this is a good need topic. to hear this because this is good. So I go to his house for the first time, his, like, apartment, and he lives by himself. And he's a boy. So boys decorate how straight boys do with like flags and posters and shit and in his room he clicked clicked the light on and there is a blue lives matter flag in the corner and i sat there and went oh man (laughs) i really like this guy and i sat there and i was like all right i gotta play this cool i gotta figure (laughs) out i gotta gotta figure out what's going on i gotta figure out why he has this because that's the real thing so he, I asked him straight up. I was like, what is that? And he goes, what? And I said, what is that doing in the corner of your room? And he was like, well, like, you know, I I told you my dream job is to, like, work for the state troopers as a paramedic. He, like, wants to fly in the helicopters and, like, be the paramedic to, like, help stabilize patients before they go to the hospital, which is really cool. And I said, yes, so... But you do realize what this has now come to symbolize. Like, it doesn't mean what you think it means. Yeah. Like, he... And so, like, because we talked about Black Lives Matter, like, on our very first date. And he was like, no, I'm all about it. Like, we were talking about how... This was, like, kind of around the NBA was doing, like, making their uh, racial statements, like, in, in a good way. Like, you know, I was I was very happy to see that. And I think, you know, more 
sports teams and stuff should like take a stand like they did and i think they did a really good job with it and i know they got some backlash but i think it was awesome and i think that if you got backlash from it you, you're not doing something right because then people who are upset it's like all right well we know how you really feel <laughs> about yeah, these yeah. people um which is horrible but so i was really at, at all in all very proud of what they did but so i knew he that he we agreed on that and agree that black lives matter so i was like why do you have this flag so he was kind of like i don't think i'm not like a big blue lives matter person like it's not like i think that they are superior or better it's more like i have this flag to say hey there are some actually good people and good cops out there like who are trying to do their job and that's why i have it and i was like Mm -hmm. oh i just want to tell him all cops are bad but i can't because he's really (laughs) trying and I don't think that, like, he, like, this is not to say that people who don't go to college are ignorant, because that is not the case all the time. But I think going to college gives you a bit of a bigger worldwide view on things. Yeah. And he did go, he is in college, but he goes to a small community college in the area, which is not bad. Like, he's saving a crap load of money, which is nice. Oh, yeah. But I think you get that, you just don't get that, like social experience that you get at a really big diverse college like we went to yeah where you kind of start to think about things a little differently and like question your views that you've grown up with you know and I think that's so important and I hope that my kid goes to some kind of place where they question their views um about life and everything but yeah so that was definitely an interesting thing because I was like man I really like this guy but I'm getting mixed signals here. You dress like an asshole, but yet you support women. Yet you have a Blue Lives flag in your place, but you also support Black Lives Matter. Well, it's almost, like, so contradictory that I was just, like, confused for a while. And it's not that I'm, like, complacent. Like, we've had discussions about that kind of stuff. And, like, we're open to, like... Like, I, like, I don't think, like, he is as, like, liberal as I am, but he's definitely liberal. And I think that... To me, I'd rather keep dating him because I like him. And I know our values are the same. They don't have to be as strong. Like, he doesn't have to be, like, defund and disarm the police like I am. But, like, yeah. he needs to be like, yeah, I think some money should go towards education and other stuff. And I think that there are cops who are shitty. And that's kind of where we are at. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, that just shows you that, like, it's not super black and white like i think a lot of people these days are thinking some stuff is in a very black and white way well, some stuff i think is like you were either like like racist or not like yeah and racism can come in like lots of different like shades it can be like a microaggression here or like you know a comment there or like saying the n-word in a song like it can come in a lot of different like things but i think if someone i was with was like yeah i don't think women are equal i don't think people with different skin colors are equal um you know i think that my view should be everyone's views i think those are three things that would be like "Mm, i can't date you like i don't care if your hairstyles i just can't date you but like i guess like me and my current um boyfriend i hate that's such a weird word but I think it's a good example of, like, you, like, would I date someone who's a Trump supporter? No. And if he was, I we wouldn't have continued dating, to be honest. But we can have varying degrees of the same opinion. 
you know yeah that yeah. makes sense yeah no definitely i think if you're like core values are there then it kind of tends to work out but like in in his case i think that just shows you that like there are people that are kind of like not in the middle but like they have an assortment of different contradictions about like yeah i I think the whole like (laughs) blue lives matter thing is like i get like that used to be a thing before this whole movement where it was just like saying like cops and people like are out there like putting themselves out there to protect people hopefully but now it's turned into like this negative thing kind of so it's like there's definitely like different viewpoints to politics and i think like i think a lot of people are very like i think everyone's just very polarized on it and i was kind of like thinking that like i wouldn't be i mean i definitely would not like you said i wouldn't be a trump supporter would i be friends with them it depends on how i don't know it depends on how like vocal they are about it and how because some people are trump supporters because their parents are and they're not educated on politics and they're just like yeah i'm gonna vote for trump because my parents like him like yeah so i feel like there's some people that like literally are just so ignorant that i don't know but well i'm definitely gonna try to like with my kids be like look when you're 18 like here's how to make an informed choice like listen to both sides like think about what's important to you because at the end of the day like that's why people vote is like what's important to them and i think people who vote for trump are voting for the money aspect and i think people who are voting for biden are like well he's not my first choice but he's not a horrible human being and will probably do okay with social justice stuff so we're gonna go with that i'd rather like have my rights protected so i think that's what it comes down to and and hopefully my kid makes the right choice with their right values but you know it's their choice at the end of the day but it's a good point. Yeah. I mean, never, I definitely thought about that before. Um, yeah. I don't really have any friends who are, as far as I know, I feel like I wouldn't be friends with them if they weren't. Yeah, I'm not, like, friends with any that are vocal about it, or else I'd know, but I feel like maybe there's a few people out there that aren't super vocal about politics that might like him, or might be voting for him, which is totally their... You know, it's their own personal decision and whatever. But, like, I'm just, like, if you really are going to vote for him, like, do you realize what you're voting for? Do you realize what you're supporting? And I just don't know if I can be friends with someone that's, like, that ignorant. (laughs) Like, just being, um, like, I mean, I'm not, like, super knowledgeable about politics, but I'd say I like to keep up with things and, you know... I like to look at things from both sides because that's what they teach us in journalism school. Um, so I just feel like anyone that that's that that is that ignorant, I just like my values are not aligned with you because you don't care to educate yourself about like really no, what's happening I, yeah. in the world. But basically, like what I remembered was that my one of my ex boyfriends. Um, was posting this thing about how, like, liberal media spouts, like, fake news and fake stats and stuff, and I was like, that's just BS, like, but then he also posted this thing that was, like, 
if you vote for Biden, I will be your friend. If you vote for Trump, I will be your friend. But why do Biden supporters, like, why are they not friends with Trump supporters? And really, and I was like, because we, because we learn more about the social, um, human rights that are going to be violated. Like I genuinely (laughs) wanted to message him and be like, after all these posts about things, I wanted to message him and be like, literally, like, why do you like him? Like, why? I just like want to know why they think that he's good enough to like how is it benefiting them you know like they're just like some post grad kid who may or may not have a job who's like upper middle class or whatever middle class like how is it like how is how are trump's decisions affecting you in a positive way (laughs) Like, I just don't know. That's on that. Go out there yeah. and vote. Yeah, everyone, go vote. I'm not saying I support Trump by saying this, because obviously you guys know that I do not after listening this far. But there are, diff- like, two sides to every story. And I don't want to be... I mean, this is what so- the social dilemma was kind of talking about people are becoming so polarized because of social media feeds showing them what they believe in like this confirmation bias that keeps perpetuating and like you just see what you believe already you're not getting the other side to things and I was like that's so true I never look at I never see and never read like things that say anything good about Trump that are also factual just because maybe they don't exist but I <laughs> maybe th- those things don't exist but I realize like I don't really look at the other side as much and I'm not saying that I'm Republican in any way like I'm very much liberal but I don't want to be like caught up in this polarization because it's it's getting to the point where people are like refusing to hear the other side and yeah you know I should ask my friend Nathaniel he I went to study abroad with him and I didn't know mm-hmm. him before but he went to Maryland with us and he is like the one person who you can ask about any topic and he will give you both sides and be so unbiased. Like that's like what I want to be like in a and way. He's, and I, I should ask him like what news sources he gets his like info from, like to yeah. know the facts and stuff. And like, I know he listens to a lot of podcasts and stays really up to date. Cool. cool. Should we talk about something more fun? Yeah. <laughs> No, I do like that question that you posed. I think that was good. That made me think. So, Interstellar. The movie. Yeah, Interstellar. uh, So, fun fact about me. I love this movie with my whole heart and soul. I think it's one of the best movies done ever. Cinematically, it's amazing. The sound's incredible. The acting, the storyline, the messages, and the science. And the non-science, I think all of it comes together and it's just really cool. And I could talk about this movie for, I could do a whole podcast in this movie if I really wanted to, but we're going to keep it short and sweet. (laughs) Um, So, Allie said that she's seen it. And I've seen this movie, I shit you not, probably like 18 or 19 times. Like, I love, I watch this movie like, I used to watch it like once a month for my health. Like, I would sit there and just, and once a month I would get... A little drunk and would just lay there and 
would be like, wow, this is time for Interstellar. And would just be so zen and makes me think about things. Do you have any questions? Because you told that you didn't understand some of the science. Yeah. So um, my question is towards the end. I mean, spoiler alert. (laughs) If anyone's planning on watching it. Um, my question is towards the end, um, if I can remember correctly, McConaughey's son, daughter, I forget, like, he's, like, in the, in their realm, but, like, not, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so this is, this is the science fiction part. Okay, that's not That's all science. No. Um, science can't prove that dimension of time and space what do you mean so like that was like a higher dimension from like our three-dimensional space oh okay so he was in like a different dimension yeah and i've watched like so many videos like about the science of this movie and like what because i like have a hard time even explaining relativity like to me that's really a really difficult concept to understand like physics is not my forte what is um, relativity exactly? It's I haven't taken science since high school, so. So you know, in the movie, how his daughter ages faster than him. Yes. And how time on that one planet moved very fast compared to the spaceship. Time moved fast compared to the spaceship. Yeah. So there was yeah there was that scene. So basically, anyone who's in this movie. The movie is centered around Matthew McConaughey, who is an ex-pilot who never got to fly to space, like, never reached his full potential, because this post, like, I wouldn't call it post-apocalyptic, because it's not that, I guess it kind of is that, but the world is going dry, starvation is rampant, and essentially, he never reaches full potential with flying, because NASA got shut down, so now... He ends up discovering a hidden NASA, like, base, basically. And they're like, yeah, we're going to go fly and try to save the Earth on these other planets. Do you want to go? But he's going to be away from his children from, like, X amount of years. And, spoiler alert, he never ends up seeing them again. Sorry. But, um, and it's just about his journey to these other odd worlds and how his daughter on Earth is trying to actually save them there and he's trying to save them up there and how they come together and solve and save the universe basically so where was i going with this oh your question so relativity so like they reach this one planet where the planet is near a black hole and the black hole has this huge gravitational pull so it's pulling things and affecting time so time basically like you can't stop time but you can stretch it and squeeze it it's like a fabric, kind of. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great way to think of it. And when the astronauts go down to the planet to see if it's inhabitable, time down there moves differently. So one hour down there is like 12 years back on Earth. That's insane. I know. And I had to, th- I had to really think about that one for a long time and really watch some videos to think about I, again, I still can't really explain explain relativity that well. I have I would refer to a YouTube video. I would not try to explain it here. Um, 
but it, that's I just, crazy. that's why I like this movie because it makes you think about things in a different way and like how crazy science is and how crazy the universe works oh my god yeah just space in general is such a fascinating thing to me i just i know right i don't get it i don't get it at all but Um, i think interstellar is such a cool movie i think it's just if you have like a couple i know it's a couple hours but like if you just sit down with like a snack and just watch it i just think it's such a fabulous movie and i, I think it makes you think it, about and they also talk about like love like there's a, a scene where she, where anne hathaway is talking about love and how love is can, is scientific and can be measured because it transcends all dimensions like you love people who are not here anymore you you're drawn to people you know, halfway across the country if you love them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, And there's no, as they say, there's no social utility in loving someone that's gone, and there's no social utility in loving someone that's not close by. So that it's like a, you know, it's a thing. I don't know. I just think the way they... That's so deep. It's it's a very, like, it's a very, like, like, green... Yeah. yeah, Oh my god, that kind of made me tear up a little bit, kind of... Oh my god! <laughs> well, don't cry. I'm not. Don't I'm not. No, it was but, just like such a, like that's so true. Were there any other like themes in it that you liked? Um, I think the bond between the father and daughter, just because I'm so close with my dad. Yeah. Um, and I love the actress who plays Little Murphy and then Grown Up Murphy. I think they're both amazing. Um, Grown Up Murphy is the one who plays Bev, Beverly, in, um, It, the movie. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, I don't know, I just think, I think I love space so much, and I love the idea of, like, like, these SpaceX editions, like, where, like, Tesla, who was it that sent someone into space recently? Oh, Elon Musk. Yeah. Like, a passenger spacecraft where you can, like, take a trip up to space would be Wait, a dream. I know. Kat, have you seen Ad Astra? No. With, um, Brad Pitt. I had to think about that for a sec. Ad oh, Astra. You should definitely watch it. It's, um, it's about, um, Brad Pitt who is in NASA and... I think it's nasa but it's the future and people are able to go to the moon like for vacations and stuff it's like a commercial flight to the moon um and you can like stay there and people are like living on the moon but brad pitt goes to he's trying to go to mercury to send they think his dad is out who's also an astronaut is out by neptune um kind of like doing things that like mess with the earth's um electromagnetic like he's doing something suspicious so they have to send brad pitt out to mercury of course to send a message to him and be like are you out there like can you come back and stop messing with the earth but then there's no response so he ends up going he ends up like hijacking like a flight and goes out to neptune and it's really good I think you would like it if you like Interstellar and um, Shit, space. I'll have to watch it. Yeah. 
Oh, wait, have you seen Away? Sorry, I'm just hitting you with all these space <laughs> shows. No, I haven't. I guess I had. Don't know what. Don't watch a lot of space movies, and I thought. Away? It's just like a new Netflix series. It's not as like sciencey, it's more like drama, like. Um, but it's still cool. It's about like this crew that goes to Mars. Well, thanks guys for listening. Um, If you made it this far, congratulations. Yeah, like I said last time, bless your soul for listening all the way. Peace out, Girl Scouts. It's time for Catherine to go (laughs) to bed. Make some pasta. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get some ice cream. Bye.